Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies, one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute is another way to say that. Today we're talking about My Neighbor Totoro, Minute 23, which starts with Kanta pulling down his lower eyelid, and it ends with May telling her mother where her dad is. Do you want to explain this gesture that this Kenta gesture, is doing? It's more, more, I don't know. The the What does that mean? It's like, I don't care. Like, I don't know. It's not like I don't care about you, but like I'm disrespecting you. Like, Yeah. I wouldn't say like I hate you, but like I no, dislike you. Yeah, I dislike you or yeah, I don't respect this. Yeah. <laughs> This is stupid to me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah. It's not quite like a middle finger. No. It's not that strong. No. It's it's like what you start out with. It's like beginner level. <laughs> and then you Yeah, I did like a quick search. I don't know I don't know where this comes from. But then again, I don't know where the middle finger comes from either. So but I use that all the time. I know what that is. So I don't know if anybody do you know if it has some kind of origin or even if there's a folk? No. Like a folk reasoning behind it? I don't think so. No. It just is. It just is. Okay. And he's got two odd markings on his arm. Does he? Is he a robot? Is oh he a robot? my gosh. He might be a, a robot. Those are the same. They're the if same. If there were two more. It'd be like Palm or yeah. Pazu or... Yeah. Um, what's his name? Motro? Is it Motro? Is it Motro? No, no, that's is no. General Moro and then there's Mortro. Yeah. But he's got he's got two. I think those are probably like, like sweat. What? No, I think those are probably would they have the polio vaccine at this what is what did we say? Fifty five, fifty eight? This is like fifty three, right? Or this is a I thought it was like fifty eight. Isn't this one year before Iron Giant? It's like, I think it's like, isn't it like three years after or something like that? Wait, was it? 1955. So 54. What? This is set in 1955. Oh, this is. Iron Giant set in 57. Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, polio would be. Do they have the vaccine by that time? Probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Would it be in Japan by then, though? I would think so. Yeah. I think like the army, the, the U.S. Army. Would oh, yeah, you're right. Mm. Yeah. Or if not polio, then some other vaccine. Some other vaccine, yeah. So those are shot marks. Or smallpox vaccine. Yeah. Something like that. Because doesn't the smallpox vaccine leave like a little... Leave a little pox, thing? Pox. Like a pox mark. Because it's smallpox. Because it's a pox. It's, I think. I, did, I got it, right? I, yeah. I'm vaccinated. Don't worry. <laughs> Do you have that scar, though? No, I don't have a scar. Like, you used to see that scar a lot. Yeah? Um, On people, like, a little bit older than I am. Mm. But, yeah, you don't see that scar. That, But it's a, it's like a vaccine scar. Oh, okay. So that could be what he has there. Yeah, so he's healthy. Yeah. Or he's a robot. Or that. <laughs> yeah, and if there were two more, or like three more, and they were on the back of his neck, then mm -hmm. he'd be like a ghost in the shell. Yeah. 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 
Okay, so how do they know where to go? Have they made this trek already? Does their dad have great memory? I mean, no. Satsuki is giving directions. Yeah, Satsuki is. Did she memorize, like, a map? Is she just basing it on a sign? Like, the the point where the, she says, no, this way, is that is it like a signpost right there? That stone N- thing no. right next to the shrine? Uh, maybe I, I doubt it. Because that looks like a sign for, like, what the shrine is or whatever. You don't think it could also be, like, a crossroads kind of thing? I mean, maybe. Because it doesn't, once they get to the hospital, it doesn't seem like they've been there. Before. Yeah. Because their mother is asking them, how's the new house? Yeah, so Satsuki... And and Satsuki and May have not been to that house before. No. That seems pretty clear. Yeah. So how do they, how does Satsuki know the way to the hospital? From the house that she's never been to. Did she memorize a map? It's like the only thing I can think of. Yeah. It's like, why don't they have a map with them? Yeah. Have they driven down there from their old house so much that she remembers, like, roads? Probably not. I said that, and then I thought, no. Yeah. Hmm. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Setsuki's just great at knowing directions i guess i don't know yeah she's like 12 right (laughs) something like that yeah anyway so then we see them stop and take a rest Mm -hmm. their dad is exhausted yeah and i guess it's just the one thermos they don't have they don't have multiple yeah that looks like just may is drinking from the the cup cap yeah and that's the thermos that satsuki had over her shoulder Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So we still think this is like a couple hours. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually they get there. Yeah. It's a nice little garden in the middle of the hospital. Yeah. It's nice. It's like a good area for like a, a nice hospital, I guess. I don't know. You don't feel closed in, I guess. Yeah. So what disease do you think their mother has? I don't know if it's... Is it... Because isn't she getting better over the movie? Like, when we check up with her near the end, it's like she's getting better. Uh, Well, spoiler alert, in the end credits, as oh. the I don't think we'd see her again until the end credits. Like, after the movie's over and mm-hmm. the end credits are rolling, there's pictures of her coming home. coming home, arriving at the house in a taxi. So, yeah, she's, I mean, they're talking about this week that she's getting better. But what Yeah. doesn't answer my question. Is it, I mean, my first thought is, like, cancer, but, like, I don't know. This is the 50s. I don't know how. I don't know. You don't know how what? <laughs> I don't know how. How like, cancer is treated in the 50s? Yeah. Is it, I wonder. Yeah, I'm not sure. that Do they have chemotherapy back in the 50s? They may not have had, like, no, advanced radiation therapy by then. It could be just, like, surgery. Could be just surgery. Uh, but I, I was thinking TB, TB, tuberculosis. Oh, yeah. Uh, Miyazaki's mother had spinal tuberculosis. Ooh. From She had it from 1947 to 1955. Mm. So she was cured of it, I guess. Yeah. So, but she spent the first couple of years of that in the hospital. Mm-hmm. 
So she lived on, she died in 1983. So it mm. wasn't like, that was something that she got better from. So yeah. I'm assuming that this is like based on his experience. Probably. So this might be TB. TB or, yeah, or spinal. Spinal TB. Spinal TB. So she actually, the year Miyazaki began school was 1947. So she went into the hospital same year. Oh, that's rough. So he was like, you know, somewhere between May and Satsuki's age. Yeah. So we see the inside of the right. Mm-hmm. What is her? What is she writing? Do you think? She writing like a letter to other family members to let them know how she's doing. How she's doing, maybe. Yeah. I uh, think that's like a journal, or it could be a journal, just to like keep her preoccupied. But the journal is closed. Yeah. So could she's be a not book. writing in the journal. Yeah. Okay. It's got a nice. Probably, what is that, a tsubaki, a camellia, on yeah. the vase? Oh, yeah. It's nice. It's yeah. pretty. So this is, uh, I guess, this is a women's ward? I I guess. Yeah, it's only women. It's is only this, women. Is this a women's hospital? I don't know. Because we only see women. That's right. And we see the Satsuki and Mei coming in. Do you? What is that mm-hmm. poster? Can you read the poster next to the door? Uh... What? That's what I was thinking too. It's like rules for when you're in the hospital. Or something? Yeah, like warnings, like what to watch out for. And then, like, the rest is like, I can't really make it out. Yeah. It's like really, it's it's okay handwriting, but from afar, it seems really messy. Yeah, it's just like, this is, it just scribbles. Yeah. And then there's a phone number on the other side or something. It's like 800-260 or something. Yeah, it could be like a postal code. Yeah. Zip code. Something. And then there's the, do you see the paper cranes? Oh, yeah. On the, uh, on the cord lamp. hanging from mm. the light fixture. That's nice. And May greets her mother. So they come in and did th- they're greeted and one of the other patients looks like mm-hmm. or somebody visiting yeah somebody who's next to the door do you think they're tired of man just because i'm next to the door you have to you have to say hi to everybody just, who comes in what a pain <laughs> it's only the polite thing to do yeah i don't know if they get many visitors looks like they get a lot of fresh air i mean the, the got windows, big windows. Open, yeah. yeah it's nice it is all right so their mother. Their mother. Their mother's name um, is, I think, Yasuko Kusakabe. Mm-hmm. And she is voiced by Sumi Shimamoto, who some of you might think that name sounds familiar, but I haven't heard it in over a year. So I, I think I left this out when I first discussed Sumi Shimamoto, and I didn't know she was in this movie, but she was in Nausicaa. Oh, she was? As Nausicaa. Oh, she was Nausicaa? <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think I checked for her like actor notes in Wikipedia, and Wikipedia didn't inform me that she was a part of this movie, or I completely forgot. <laughs> okay. it's. I just want to note here that I'm, I, at least I'm looking at the, the English Wikipedia, but it has like the Japanese names of all the characters. Mm-hmm. And of the Kasukabe family... She's the only one that has kanji for her first 
her given name. Huh. Like all the others are in katakana. katakana? Weird. That's weird. Anyway. Sumi. Sumi Shimamoto. Shimamoto. Welcome back. <laughs> so she was in the Ultraman TV series in 1979 as Mitsumi Hoshikawa. Her voice. She was Lady Clarice de Cagliostro in the Castle of Cagliostro. Nice. Um, she was Nasaka Nasuka of the Valley of the Wind. Um, she was Sarah Crew in Little Princess Sarah, a TV series in 1985. She was in a lot of Urusei Yatsura as okay. various characters, I suppose. There's one where she's Lala, and there's one where she's Asuka. But I think she's mostly Asuka in Urusei Yatsura. Um, this is Dorothy in The Wonderful Wizard of Oz from 1986 to 1987. She plays Paula in Salamander Basic Saga, Paula in Meditation. It's a video from 1988. Sumine's mother in The Witch Sally in 1989, or just Sally the Witch. Let's see. She was Haskara Sumida in Here is Greenwood in 1991. She was Hello Kitty's mother in Hello Kitty and Friends in 1991 as well. She voiced Jinle in Giant Robo, the animation, in 1991. Um, she was Ellis in Fire Emblem in 1995, the short miniseries on TV. She was Toki in Princess Mononoke in 1997. I don't remember which one. Well, I guess we'll get there. Yeah, I guess we'll get there. In I think a few years. Toki might be one of like the villager girls. Oh, okay. Right. She plays Eriza and Annette on Sword of Berserk, Guts Rage, in 1999, which is a video game. She plays Isis Ishtar in Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters in 2001. She played Irene Adler in Detective Conan, The Phantom of Baker Street, 2002. Might be like a Sherlock Holmes thing, Baker Street. What is? Detective Conan. Might have done like a Sherlock Holmesy thing. Who knows? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did have a <laughs> lot of call-outs to, yeah. Um, she plays Yukiko Kudo, Akechi Fumio, and Humio Edogawa in Detective Conan, the TV series from 1997 to 2009. She plays Lisa Morisaki in Children Who Chase Lost Voices in 2011. She played Royal Queen in Smile Purikua from 2012 to 2013. She played library director Alethea in Space Dandy in 2014. She played Flora in the video game Berserk and the Band of the Hawk in 2016. She plays her again in Berserk, the TV series, in 2017. She plays Mitsubo Okita in Gintama from 2007 to 2017. So I was just watching Gintama. Yeah? Yeah. I saw the part of Gintama 2 live action movie. Mm-hmm. On the plane. It's mm. pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. yeah. You've seen some of the anime? I've seen some TV of it. TV series? Is it good? It's okay. It's like your typical shonen manga anime adaptation kind of thing. What does that mean? I don't know what the typical shonen. Oh, like it's like, you know, it's based on a manga, but like sometimes the manga doesn't come out fast enough to make episodes. So you've got a lot of filler occasionally. So it's it okay. The... The uh, and the the first Gintama live action movie is on Hulu, mm-hmm. so I started watching that a little bit. Like the second one better so far. I'm only like half hour into each yeah. one, but but it, it is the um, is there a lot of like kind of over the top f- 
physical comedy and just kind of like reaction shots and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, kind of like fully coolie yeah. kind of thing in the TV anime. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I've never been a big fan of like shonen stuff like Gintama. I feel like I put Gintama in the same area as Bleach and One Piece. And I've never okay. really been a big fan of those. Okay. So I'm like impartial to it. <laughs> okay. Well, they pull off that style in in the live action and it works it works well yeah it works pretty well they pull it off pretty yeah. well in the live action so i don't i haven't seen i guess i'm interested to catch a couple episodes of the anime to see hmm. how it compares yeah but it's very there's a lot of meta jokes nice right yeah because like the like especially like the second gintama 2 mm-hmm they have like it's a Warner Brothers. Oh. So they have like the opening, like little Warner Brothers, you know, where like the they have the shimmering mm-hmm. shot of like the studio lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They do like that. There's like you see that three times because there's like th- there's like two different false starts to the movie. Oh. And there's like you know. That's great. They, it's like they know they're making a movie and stuff. That so it's a lot of. A lot of meta jokes. Mm. Is it is the is the TV like show like that at all? I can't remember. Maybe. Okay. Anyway, so she was on the she voiced the Mitsubo Okita. So I don't know. I can't remember which character that is. Uh, let's look her up. Mitsubo Okita. Oh, okay. Okay. So what is is she like the female member of like the gang, or is she? She is Sogo's older sister. So she's, yeah, kind of part of the gang. Okay. It's very like the uh, it's the movies. When I was watching it, I it's I got a very strong kind of always sunny in Philadelphia kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like these, like, a bunch of, like, slacker ne'er-do-wells. Mm-hmm. They're, like, taking odd jobs and, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. The, that's the vibe I got. Yeah. Is that accurate, would you say? Yeah. For the TV show as well? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Gintama. Gintama. Yes. Um, And then her last credit on IMDb is March Comes in Like a Lion, 2018, as Koda's Wife. So she has 99 credits. So yeah, she's been a in a lot. So on the, uh, like, a big, if you look on Anime News Network, like, a lot of her credits are <laughs> for she plays a uh, Shokupanman in yes. a bunch of Anpanman movies. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so you used to watch a lot of Anpanman. I did. Shokupanman was like the nicest guy, aside from Anpanman. He was okay. great. All right. And like, I think like the the villain girl, I forget her name. I think she had a crush on him, but like that was rightfully so. <laughs> okay, so that's. Sumi Shimamoto. Sumi Shimamoto, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, cool. Cool. Anything else for this minute? Nope. All right. That'll do it. See you next time on, on Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. minute.